2: Bad, bad girl. Bubbush! His buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! oh!
3: Aaron Harrison, beyond
2: belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. 10 kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable.
1: Hello everybody, happy Tuesday to you. Game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. November 29th, 2022, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalin here on your Tuesday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. I am so sick of fantasy football. Nobody cares mm. about my teams. I understand that. I, I'm the same way.
2: Heartbreaking loss.
1: Just like it's this my big money league. My team is really not that bad, and I've been working my little hiney off with trades and this, that, and the other to try to get myself in a better position. And I, it's just Lost City, USA. Unfortunately, population. Mm. Me, I put up like this. I, no joke. There's probably been four weeks where mm. I've put up top three points and lost. Yeah. Just the worst, but Such hey, is that's, life. that's that is. It, it, it will balance back, I'm sure. Some it's all, year, it's all dumb luck. I'll have like a bad team that wins a ton. It, mm-hmm. it will bounce back, and then in my other league, my team's fine. So I like, I got that one. But the big money one, Roush, the big money one. <sighs> Christmas time, you could always use the extra few bucks in your pocket. Oh, always. As Always, Mike, as Michael Scott would say, "Don't say bucks; it's not ladylike."
2: I <laughs> can get some extra bucks in my pocket when I stop at Thornton's and use my refreshing rewards. Out.
1: and that's why Thornton's is so great it, around the holiday season. Anytime you can you can save some extra cash and spend it on somebody else, or it's Giving Tuesday as well. You know, you can save that money and give it to a good cause, whatever whatever you you deem worthy. Thornton's is going to have you saving cash on cash on cash.
2: With Tons of deals, like uh, I'm a big fan of Free Coffee Thursday, but they also just have your regular old run-of-the-mill weekly fuel discount, so whatever whatever you need, quick one-stop shop, Thorns will have you covered. Download the Refreshing Rewards app today, and stop on by. I, I got myself a nice uh, hot coffee this morning. Scoots, what'd you get? Uh, Red Bull. Oh.
0: Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull.
2: <laughs> Looks like it's having a tip.
0: Love Red Bull.
1: <laughs> you ever had Red Bull? <laughs> Scoot says he's feeling better today. Everybody, it's so good that, to hear. that makes us happy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just pulled up the Thor- Thornton's app just to see what was up. Uh, gas in my area, the closest one to me is three fifty six. Not bad. Wow. Uh, I've got five cents in savings, so per gallon, which is pretty cool. Uh, one, uh, I got a one dollar off any Kind Bar or Fountain Coffee right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, Bogo free chapstick. It's winter. Everybody's lips are oh, all sorts super chapped. chapped. Uh, that's great. So it's just that's what we're talking about. I've got a free uh, twenty
2: ounce Mountain Dew waiting on me. Ah, lucky you, man. You even drink Mountain Dew? Uh, my wife. Oh, okay, she, she's a, she, I know you know I will every once in a while. Die die at MD
1: though. Oh, I didn't even see your text message for a request. I would have definitely gotten like a power rate or something. Yeah. That was nice of you to ask. Very classy. Yeah, Very had, classy. had to
2: had to at least uh, throw that out there. Don't want to be showing off on my Thorntons when I come into the studio. That's which it's class. Uh, uh, updating the studio uh, where's where's our guy oh Howard still will no, still yeah. here let me go get him. Whites um, <laughs> still off um so it's it's hard to see we need to get like a display for him maybe maybe like a, a floodlight. oh man what what a good looking horse that that will Howard is <laughs> with his Kentucky scarf just a winner
0: what what would have happened if Louisville had won that game and they take Lil Howard? the scarf stays, right?
2: No, they would decorate yeah, the U of L.
0: But the scarf has to stay here. Well, I mean, they,
2: they, they could they, just they, steal it.
1: They would hopefully just leave the scarf behind.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the hope, but you can't but trust then, those guys.
1: The, the year that U of L wins, and we're, I mean, some year it's going to happen. Well, actually, maybe well, it never will. Yeah. Satterfield's there. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But whenever, yeah, again, whenever it does happen, little Howard, poor guy, you're going to have a line beard. Mm-hmm. You'll have a sideways flat bill,
2: mm, cigarette smoke.
1: Oh, big time! Mm-hmm. You'll have uh, some Crown Royal in your back pocket.
2: Oh, that'd be a good way to decorate them. Just put the bag, like tie, tie the the Crown Royal bag to him. Little Howard just heard what we were saying, and he nearly fell over.
1: <laughs> don't worry, little buddy. You got an, at least another year. You don't have to worry. Settle anymore.
2: down. You're 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 with us. You're still
1: home.
0: Hey, speaking of little Howard, TJ, you wanted us to text the Rutherford Show yesterday. Did you end up ever
1: even texting? Yeah, you know it just didn't send. I swear, I thought I did. I, I right on time. I thought I did, but I wasn't listening, so I didn't get to hear him have the reaction. So I never noticed that it didn't send. But I can show you in my text thread or in my little holster where it was. My, do that all the time. Apologies,
0: my, Mike. Read mine, and I was like, "What the hell?" Where's DJ's? I kept waiting, and he never did read one. Yes, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry,
1: buddy. Oh, uh,
0: it's okay. Yours would have got showed up by mine. Mine was pretty good.
1: But but I, well, I don't doubt. I don't doubt that. I was, uh, Trevor caught a lot of flack, so I still feel somewhat like I was able to get a good dig at him, <laughs> but yeah, the Rutherford show yesterday, they, they weren't happy. Well, right. they should so. have.
2: Their team's not good at anything. No. It's not. I mean, Kentucky's playing the best basketball team in the city of Louisville tonight. It's true. Bellarmine. That's true. Yeah.
1: Calipari said a lot about, uh, this game and just a few other things that we'll get into on today's show. We want to hear from you on that Thornton sex line, five zero two four one four fourteen fifteen. it's not just UK playing tonight. The US of A, win or go home. And there has been a lot of drama surrounding its match against Iran.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't seen this clip yet, but uh, a, an Iranian got really mad because Tyler Adams said,
1: so here's the deal. Here. So
2: we we typically call it Iran, and they say Iran.
1: Yeah, they're really mad that people keep calling it Iran. So but like
2: that's just like how we. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, you you change 300 million people the way they say something. Yeah. It's going to take a while. And, and definitely
1: crying about it's not the way to go about
2: getting. So it's like global it. fans being like, Oh, hell's was down, don't do hell's down.
1: So this all started because the United States Twitter account, the men's national soccer team Twitter account. Like a few days ago tweeted all eyes on Tuesday. And it was just a picture of the group table where United States was in third, mm-hmm. Iran in second, obviously, England in first, Wales in fourth. And they didn't have the little like Arabic writing on the Iranian flag. It was just the the colors. Mm-hmm. And I guess that is a symbol of the women's movement in Iran to like take oh. off the writing and the symbols on the flag and just have the flag by itself. So Iran called the World Cup and said they need to be disqualified immediately for this. <laughs> and they need to have a ten match ban on top of it.
2: Oh, what about the like, liners?
1: You know, this is the, the worst thing that anybody could do. It'd almost be like given women's rights, you know. We yeah. this is this is unbelievable. Uncalled for. So they have told all their journalists in Qatar like Start bringing up all the bad things about America. So they're asking their players about like discrimination issues and this, that, or the other. And yes, they're being very testy. One reporter said, first and foremost, well, you know, let's actually just send it on over. I'll, I'll I got the, okay. I got the link literally right here." But uh, they're just they're they're being little dorks. But this game's going to be heated. Heated. I wouldn't doubt if there is. I mean, like quite literally, possibly some fights. And then, I don't win or lose, I bet the United States will do something to really irk Iran, mm-hmm. and I'm all here for that. Here we go.
0: You say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? and uh, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement
3: uh, over the past few years. My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um, Yeah, that being said, you know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Um, you know, one thing that I've learned, especially from living abroad in the past years and uh, having to fit in in different cultures, is that in the U.S. we're we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. I grew up in a in a white family with, an obviously, an African American heritage and background as well. So um, I had a little bit of uh, different cultures, and I, I was very 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 easily able to assimilate in different different cultures. So um, you know, not everyone has that that ease and uh, the ability to do that and obviously it takes longest to understand and through education i think it's it's super important like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of of your country so um yeah it's a it's a process i think is as long as you see progress uh that's the most important thing that
1: is captain tyler adams with the united states national team just like an all what a what a perfect like professional answer, right like and uh i'm i'm so ready for today even at, added all this extra off the field drama and it's not so much drama i mean women are just being killed in Iran um and, and
2: students and, and really just anybody yeah it, says anything yeah that you had that, that
1: to the the magnitude of this game you can kind of see why the world cup is just so like colossal uh, across the whole world is because it's just sometimes it is bigger than soccer well, And today's match is certainly going to feel that way and i i am like cannot wait till two o'clock today
2: because it's kind of, I mean, you're not going to war with other countries, but you kind of all, like, we, we've. There's we've, like a
1: cultural it, war it's, to it's, some degree. It's, yeah, it's a proxy war. Yeah.
2: We're, we're fighting through soccer. Um Which, I mean, is that guy going to get triggered and say, like, it's actually football? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, Is,
0: is it bad that it makes me want to say I ran more? Yeah. No, no, no that's
1: not that's, bad at all. That's like, yeah. what a jerk. Something.
0: How sen- how sensitive can you be? And It'd Good be like brief. when we
1: called you Scoots the first day and you're like, Please, whatever you do, do not call me Scoot. Yeah. Please. my name's Justin. It's Justin to you. <laughs> like occasionally, I guarantee you, texters would be calling you Scoots yeah. left and right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not the not the way to go about. But he did at least say please. I guess going back and re-listening <laughs> to the audio, I didn't notice that the first time. So there was at least that. But I'm pumped up for today mm-hmm. and uh, can't wait. Have you? Did you see that China is like they're not showing the crowds? They're they're censoring their broadcasts, so they're only showing players and coaches and referees. So there's only one soccer feed.
2: Yeah, and everybody uses the same soccer across feed across the yeah. world. So yeah. what
1: we're seeing in America is what's playing in every inch of the world. You just get But China commentary. is delaying their their feeds and they're editing out anything that shows the crowd because the crowd's not wearing masks, and they're obviously going oh, through like a massive gosh. protest right now. So it's just the World Cup is just fascinating, just how it's perceived, how it's received throughout other parts of the world, and so every country's got its own stuff going on. Ours, certainly, uh, we've got a lot, but that being said, it is, I think, a good reminder when you get all these countries on the world stage, and you're like, you know what, we we do got it pretty good here. Not that we can't improve, but we've got it pretty good here. So, 2 o'clock today, uh, what are, what's the line on that match, by the way?
2: Uh haven't checked.
1: Be careful saying if it's an upset, Roush. Oh. Ugh. Don't want, never. don't want the soccer dorks coming nope, after
2: No, no, nope. don't want them to come after me. Um also, I uh, I kind of there's a lot of soccer people say you don't want to be in a, a winner go home in the limit, in the, in the final stage uh, game of the group play. That that's a bad spot to be in. It's like, well, I mean, obviously you'd rather not, but yeah. I would you'd I rather mean, be the one seed in the
1: NFL. Right. Though.
2: Um but if they have to win, if all they have to do is beat Iran, then like that's okay. That that's you, you've you've done you've drawn to this point. You should have to win at least one game to be able to move on in a tournament. Like it's not. I, I don't think we're asking too much of the United States men's national team to go out there and beat a team that lost six to two in its opening match.
0: I agree with that. By the way, USA plus a hundred.
1: Yeah, so I, I just looked it up. USA, that would be perceived as I would think favorites. I don't yeah. want to be. I want to be careful and not say heavy mm-hmm. favorites. Roush. just don't don't need the soccer dorks coming after me. Uh, plus three ten if Iran wins. A draw if you think that's going to happen. Plus two thirty five, which I don't think that's bad juice at all to be honest with you. And then USA plus one hundred, especially with Iran probably just going to be playing Sitting incredibly defensively yeah. and having everybody back parking the bus. They say. Plus so, soccer, World Cup action. Unfortunately, our fun little schedule that we had had going on, that is concluded, where you had the 5, then the 8, then the 11, and then the 2. Mm-hmm. That's done, uh, because group stage, they have the groups play at the same time. That way, you every, you don't know really the results. You don't Teams will all have to go play not knowing what's going on in the other game, although Correct. they do know what's going on in the other game.
2: Because it's 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of just... course.
1: But it's better to, like, you know, if there's not really anything that could have happened in our group because USA just has to win and then they're in. But um, some groups, it, it could be determined, like, oh, now we just need a tie. Well, good. We, we know that we'll just play back then. So you have that going on. 10 and 2 o'clock, but you'll have two games going on at the same time, which, yeah whatever. And also not, like, the best times either, 10 or 2 o'clock. But that will be going through the rest of the week maybe even into the weekend, I think just the rest of this week. So any text about that, feel free to send them in. But the basketball caps are back in action after a long hiatus. We still have plenty of football to digest from UK's win over the weekend. And then now it's – for some people, Roush, you can make a case that like off-season football is n- more entertaining than during the it's season, kind of especially like if a... your season isn't going well. That wasn't the case for UK this year. Right. But like off-season in – a, in a off-season NFL – off-season college football is – it's electric.
2: It's 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 how I am with NBA. Where off season NBA is more intriguing than in season NBA, especially regular season NBA. Yeah. Um, but I yesterday I, I don't I don't want to say I was worn out, but I was told the portal wasn't opening till December fifth. So I was like, okay, I've got, I can I got a day to kind of get my ducks in the row. I can at least have one day to talk about the Louisville game, right? And, and it's like, no, we already got dudes hopping in the portal. I was a little peeved. If I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, TJ. I was a little frazzled yesterday.
1: Um we were texting throughout the day, you didn't come off as frazzled.
2: Well and I that's I wasn't as texting back as uh rapidly or firing off shots at because I was yeah. I was flustered. Um because I in an ideal world, I'm not gonna say I know all of the kids that are in the portal enter the portal, but I have a, a good sense about it. And um I'll write stuff ahead. They want us to do videos, do videos, that do all this stuff ahead of time so that when it happens, it just happens. Well, we've we already got two in there, one of which is announcing he's going to enter the portal on the 5th and the other actually entered the portal. And I don't even know how DeMarcus Harris entered the portal because he has to, you have to be a graduate transfer, and he's not. I don't think he was listed as a graduate transfer. But either way, it's all semantics. We're all learning on the fly. Um, it's going to be different this year, more so than previous transfer portal years. It's going to be amped up to a different degree. And Mark Stoops said as much last night. Uh, one thing that was different last year, you had guys that were going in the portal for UK that played in the bowl game. Um, that's doesn't doesn't look like that's going to happen this year. Makes me also wonder if that's
1: going to happen across the board for teams.
2: C- well, because my big thing is just how many. I mean, you might run into a numbers issue in some of these bowl games. I mean, if you're...
1: I've wondered that as well.
2: You have 85 scholarship guys.
1: I mean, tw- Every team still has some injuries that they're going to deal with throughout bowl week. Right. And, and then they're going to have people just leaving. It's having
2: gonna, 20 people leave your program is not like that's not like a crazy hot number. I would think that would be maybe just slightly above average. I mean, you would have 10 before all of this. So... If that gets you down to 65 plus a couple of injuries, I mean, you you are running pretty thin. Um, Kentucky was pretty thin in that Citrus Bowl last year and actually got some big plays from UCF Golden Knight, uh, Katie McDaniel, in that game. So it was um, it's it's, it's going to be a, a wild time. We, we started having our first big coaching changes yesterday. TJ, did you spend any time defending Hugh Freeze online yesterday? That was apparently the cool thing to do.
1: No, it was – no, 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 but I also am not like, they hired who? He needs to never, ever see the light of day again. But uh, were people carrying his water? Some, some like, oh, yeah, there was scoop some
2: scoop if you say some nice things about me. Chris Lowe was the really bad one, who's like, he's one of the more respected guys, too, that gets scoops, uh, SEC scoops for ESPN. And it was so, it's like, just say, He's 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 done some stuff, but he's good at football coaching. So they're going to hire him, right? That's all you
1: have to say. I mean, is that like this guy did some bad things in the past? Let's hope he's learned from it. He's apologetic. Let's hope that he's apologetic sincerely, and let's hope those things don't ever happen again. But he is a good football coach. We understand why people want him in a football capacity. Let's hope Auburn did their homework. That something that happened at Ole Miss won't happen here.
2: Well, is that the- too hard? The the worst part though is it's it's still kind of happened at Liberty. And this is the time it's like
1: I thought it was clean at Liberty, no? He had some issues. He would Ooh, that's not good.
2: It was it was players I, accused of sexual assault and he was like direct messaging the victims.
1: I thought that was an old miss.
2: No, no, no. He he's Liberty too. Well, that's not good. 'Cause there's there's one that's woman in particular Admittedly who's, I didn't keep up with Liberty football. Yeah, yeah. There's one woman who um, she is like the Liberty class president and is very vocal about being a sexual assault victim on campus and is like actively fighting against it. And Hugh Freeze would just slide into her DMs. Like,
1: That's not a good
2: look for yeah, Hugh Freeze. Yeah, shouldn't, Hugh's shouldn't an idiot. Shouldn't do that. He's 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 like one of those control freak idiots. Um, and I don't like him. I'm not a fan of him. Um, but he can recruit. He can coach ball. This this Auburn job made a lot of sense. It just did. So. Is he going to learn from his lessons? No. Is he still going to be a big God guy and try to, like, cloak himself in Jesus to defend himself from criticism? Yes. It's 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 a very cowardice move to just be like, yeah, well, Jesus, so if you don't like me, then you got a problem with Jesus. So, huh, it's all in you now. It's like, no, 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 that's not how this works for you. You've done bad things. You're a good football coach. You're good at recruiting. You're going to cheat your ass off but not actually cheat because it's legal now, and you're going to do pretty good at Auburn probably. Uh, but you're, you don't don't try to convince us you're a good guy you're not
1: yeah I, you know I'm not one to say whether somebody's a good guy or not a good guy I didn't know that that, that he had incidents of liberty so I I'll, I'll just remove myself from even judging Hugh Freeze whatever but it's there, like there would be other candidates that would have much cleaner backgrounds for Auburn, but they're obviously in just so sick of losing mode. We will do whatever it takes just to be able to win. And they feel like this guy who was able to win big at Ole Miss but while cheating um, <laughs> will be able to do that at Auburn while maybe cheating, uh, whether legally or illegally. But yeah. I guess it wouldn't really be cheating if it was legal. But, yes, that that is one domino that has fall, fallen. I guess Lane Kiffin staying at Ole Miss is another one. Roush, I like. I didn't read this anywhere. It was like a light bulb went off in my head. But I and I texted you about it and I tweeted about it. But your uncle going to Cincinnati would be the move if I were him. U of L's keeping Satterfield at least for now. And I, 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 from what I've heard or what it seems, Braum has done kind of what he's done at Purdue. He's even won the freaking West. Yeah. And. Yeah. I'm just not gonna see a recruiting bump because you're not gonna get good recruits consistently to West Lafayette. And I you know, I guess maybe you'd need to let this season play out before you could tell if you see if you get a recruiting bump. Drew or not. Drew
2: Brees is at least helping with their nil stuff. So like they
1: That's great. Yeah, yeah. But I look at Cincinnati going to the Big Twelve, a much easier and fitting conference for your uncle's style of play. Being closer to home, which I know he, he wants to get closer to home, but West—it's not that West Lafayette's super far, but Cincinnati is very close. That just seems like a move that makes a little too much sense to me.
2: So uh, it, it's it's funny you mentioned that because they actually th- this would be more of a lateral move on two of the coaches that that were initially brought up yesterday. The the first two that seem to have some real juice, and they're actually positive for Kentucky, Tom Herman and. Uh, the former Texas coach and Matt Campbell at Iowa state who was once kind of thought like, well, he like last year, they, Oh, he go to Nebraska. That that would make a lot of sense. But yeah. then he only won four games this year. And they're like, eh, how good of a coach is Matt Campbell? People are finally waking up to that reality, but Campbell is a big 12 guy. So this would be a move. I don't know if Cincinnati is going next year or the year after, but either way, um, That part would make sense. I think just the like you're right to a degree, but there is something about I I think there is a comfort level with coaches of being in the Big Ten and SEC. Like those are going to be those are the two big ones. Everybody else is kind of playing second fiddle. Um, And I think part of the reason why Fickle got out is as fun as the Big 12 is, like Purdue's at least playing a bunch of regional rivals. You can recruit. Chicago, you, you can recruit the nearby areas and play close to home, whereas Cincinnati is going to the Texas Conference, right? Like, that's kind of what the Big 12 is. That, that It'll it be the
1: Texas Conference after Texas, who just ran the show, is gone.
2: Well, you'll have Texas Tech. I get it, but uh, the Texas Tech doesn't care. TCU. But,
1: TCU's but, like, okay. pl- Taylor doesn't care anyway. Everybody thinks they're weird.
2: I, but I think the point is, is like, you're just playing kind of a. It's like West Virginia not having any regional rivals anymore because they're stuck in the Big 12. That's what Cincinnati, I think, might be scared they're going to run into. Now, they still have West Virginia, though, so they'll get that. Um, were they ever rivals thing? or things?
1: It- I look at conferences, yeah, yeah. They were, I mean, in a similar mold that Louisville and West Virginia was. It was just back in, like, the 2000s during the good conference USA days and the Big East days, mm-hmm. um, this is, you know only a handful of good teams so like any regional right. rival was a heated game for the most part, like mm-hmm. obviously Cincinnati Pittsburgh back in the day also would be heated uh just those kind of regional groups would be yeah, it's an interesting point and certainly something that I'm sure the Cincinnati coach will have to consider, but I just think once you'll once you get Cincinnati to the big twelve i I think it'll you'll be you'll see their recruiting be top half of the league every year assuming they just don't totally tank i just think it'll be an easier player to, easier place to get players than iowa state obviously no offense to iowa state but baylor i know baylor's been a pretty solid program as of late kansas state never kills it in recruiting although they've just been a pretty steady program all things considered kansas nobody's going to kansas but you gotta think if kentucky plays kansas in a bowl game just forfeit UK. Don't even do it.
0: You got to think about all the talent that enters the Big Twelve from the state of Texas, though. Like those those kids aren't going to want to travel up to Cincinnati when they could stay much closer to home at a Baylor. Yeah,
1: but you can. You, I mean, you can. You'll get players from Ohio, Michigan, sure. Kentucky, and I mean, your recruiting base will stay the same. You'll get good players, and I and theoretically, you think, hey, we're moving up to a better conference. Now we can maybe get a better caliber of players.
2: To your, they they're starting to recruit against UK a little bit. To your point, though, Scoots, that is. Uh, like you, you make a very good point because it's that—that's the changing dynamics um, with conference realignment. It's just how you know people want to go see their kids play. It's what killed Nebraska, right? They couldn't recruit Texas anymore because they weren't playing in Texas anymore. It's true. It Just became a lot more difficult. So, um, but it is—it is fascinating all the different moving parts we have right now. We got our first official UK uh, move made. Should we talk about that after the break?
1: Yeah, we'll hit a break. We'll talk about that, what what other moves we expect to be made, maybe some potential candidates for replacement. Uh, it's a fun time of the year. Cats also play tonight. We'll talk more about that against Bellarmine in a fun game at Rupp Arena. Do not go anywhere. This is Kentucky Roll Call on
0: Big
2: X Sports Radio. Out.
1: Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Taylor. Oh cow. Rouse and I during the break talking a bunch of different things, but Christmas lights included. Scoots, do you have your new house all decorated?
0: I do not, no.
1: Are the stockings hung? They Good are care?
0: not. care? No. no. Hoping we, that
1: St. Scoots will soon be the, there?
0: The only Christmas decorating I have done is putting my Advent beer thing in the fridge.
2: Oh, I, which I need to get one of those. Coming up, my beer
1: advent calendar, I
0: mm-hmm. guess,
2: is what you would call it.
1: Would you do any decorations? Not likely.
2: You should no. get at least a wreath. I feel like, it's like a pretty easy, like mm-hmm. just hang a wreath on the door. Well, yeah. like
1: a door. We had like a little blow up thing just for the yard. All you got to do is get an extension cord, plug it in, boom.
2: That's we had decorated. discussed
0: getting a small Christmas tree, um, so we'll see if that comes to fruition or not.
1: I'm, and, a, I mean, a little stocking wouldn't hurt anything. You got a mantle somewhere in that place? Yeah, yeah. A little stocking
2: wouldn't hurt. I'm a big proponent of christmas trees because the lighting is perfect nap lighting. Like uh, a nap with a christmas tree light in the Ooh, corner. It's it's oh, it's yeah. ideal. Perfect nap lighting as well cuz you
0: don't need to use any other lights if you got that baby tor- turned on.
1: What was the word he said? Nap.
0: Natural. Oh. Oh, I was like nat- that's what like I thought. That's, that's what I thought Ralph said initially was Nat.
1: by definition not natural lighting, but we get, <laughs> we, get we get we get what you're saying, we get what you're saying. Uh yeah, all right. Uh today's going to be I think like probably the nicest weather day for a little bit. So if you're doing any outdoor decorating, today may be the day you want to circle to get it done. I would like to think that maybe there's some like Husbands listening around the house as they're getting ready for work and there's some wives that overheard that part. And they're like, You hear him? Outside stuff, Get him probably up today. D- probably probably done today would be a good thing. So Well,
0: it's gonna be pretty windy. I don't know if you want to risk falling off the roof. So All maybe right. maybe pick another. Oh,
1: well then you'd have to become the new Santa Claus <laughs> after the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. That's true. I heard like a little bit of Tim Allen just being like, "Yeah, we we knew that movie was filled with plot holes. Like nobody cared that I was just there. Like I was. Everybody was just so n- used to like a new Santa being there. Nobody asked questions. Nobody asked what happened to the other guy. Uh, there was a wife, but what happened to her? You know, like that's uh, good stuff. She just well, went away. One of my favorite Christmas movies, The Santa Claus.
2: They um they also don't, have don't new watch the sequels. That's that's the thing now. They have a lot of. Uh... For e- like each streaming service is seeming like we got to have our own original Christmas content this year. So Disney, they have their own Santa Claus, Santa Clauses, which is a mini series of Santa Claus sequels, which what? which is what people really were asking for. They're like, we've already had two bad sequels. Let's get a mini series of sequels.
1: Does this does it have anything to do with the? Is it just the, uh, with the? OG Santa Claus it's with Tim or, Allen so or is it with like yeah we're gonna we're gonna assume these other two happened in this world of Santa Claus and here's the rest
2: see that I don't know I don't know anything about this one I just know Tim Allen need to cast some checks like that's kind of uh, may as well yeah so Tim Allen big fan but he uh, he's doing that still uh, I was telling TJ I just watched um, a Christmas story Christmas. Uh, yeah, i didn't
1: even know this existed it,
2: they, they got ralphie to run it back it's the same guy peter billingsley um, and he's the, the the plot is he's going home for christmas but his, his dad just passed away so he's got to figure out a way to make christmas great without dad around and you know
1: it has it, it has it's 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 fine it's not do the bumpus hounds crash his dad's funeral the bumpuses
2: are there but they the hounds were not that'd be it,
1: hilarious that like the way just the Pompous hounds come running, running through, through, knock yeah. over the casket. coffin flop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check that out. I also saw recently a deleted scene from Elf, the hockey scene. Have you seen
3: that? Oh, no, I have not. It's really funny. I did. I can't uh, believe
1: it didn't actually make the movie. But they, like, tap in Buddy for, like, the hockey game, and he just is, like, checking. Fi- yeah, he's just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: I saw a meme the other day, though, like, how Buddy the Elf became Buddy the Elf, and it was... Uh, from the office. What's his name on the office? Uh D'Angelo Vickers. Well, you know, D'Angelo, he has the head trauma. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he becomes really good. buddy the elf.
1: Yeah, late season office yeah. reference for those that that watched. Uh, all right, Rash, UK football made some changes, mm-hmm. a change yesterday. It won't be the last one. What can you did you see this one coming?
2: Uh yes, yes. Could see this one coming. John Settle, first assistant coach let go. Uh, Kentucky originally got it from Wisconsin. They're like, oh man, we got this running backs coach, coach Jonathan Taylor. Like, He's going to make Chris Rodriguez awesome. And yes, Chris Rodriguez still awesome, but there's not a whole lot else to add to that resume. Uh, when Chris was out, you didn't get a whole lot from smoke. I mean, it was just like, meh. They had a moment in the second half there against Florida, but that was about it. Uh, you, you look at Michael Drennan, who, four-star recruit, uh Settle actually recruited him at Wisconsin, but he ends up picking Kentucky. They move him to receiver, but Settle's like, I want to try this guy at running back. So he moves him back to running back. And it just never worked. Dernan didn't play at all this year, uh, likely just red charting and transferring. Mm-hmm. So uh, look down the line too. Running backs coaches, uh, you know, TJ's like a lot, I don't want to say some of these assistants are a dime a dozen, but you need to have some of them. Be big-time recruiters for you, right? Like Brad White can't come up with a defensive game plan and also be scouting tape on new incoming recruits. Like, you know, there's just only so many hours of the day. So some of these other assistants need to be big-time recruiters. And Settle has had no primary recruits to his name in a couple of years. And then this year the the running back, the running back recruiting's been a mess. If, if you've been kind of playing close attention, uh, they had two kids Decommit one of which Khalifa Keith flipped to Tennessee. Uh, they've really just been spraying the board kind of all over the place, trying to fill those two holes. So uh, it may it makes sense. Uh, his contract was expiring at the end of this year. Uh, he was had a co special teams tag initially, and Mark Stoops he was asked I night on the coaches show like, "Will you have a coach solely dedicated to special teams?" And he said, um, "Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see, but um, but yes." Yes, so he's. It sounds like the next coach will either be running back, special teams, or you know have some sort of fashion like that. But uh, they need to get more out of that position. And I, I have a, a sense, TJ, that after you lost so many good recruiters off that last coaching staff, where the upgrades are going to be made, uh, a lot of that is going to be focused on bringing in good recruiters.
1: Yeah, and that's that's I think what we literally said yesterday is there needs to be more of a recruiting focus with whoever is coming in. Um, I saw Justin Rowland tweet this out, and I'm, I'm sure he's not the only one that thought about it as well. But uh, you could do a lot worse with Eddie Grand as a running backs coach. Now, I don't know how that would impact some of the job that he's doing right now. Uh, he's slid over to the Brezowitz role, correct? Like, he's just almost like a star. Not start.
2: even that. It's uh... Because he was just
1: kind of handling like the behind-the-scenes, day-to-day stuff that had to be taken care of.
2: Yeah, he's doing some nil things as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, it, he handles a lot of the stuff, like the booster stuff that Stu... Like, okay, uh, n- not saying Joe Kraft, but let's just use him as a filler example. But, like, Joe Kraft's coming in to check in on things, and he wants to sit down. Here, it's, Mark's busy. Talk to Eddie. Gotcha. Ed, Ed, Eddie's doing a lot of the kind of big booster, wheeling and dealing, dealing with nil stuff. Resowitz was a little bit more chief of staff, like really uh, dug in deep with all of the, the organizational aspects of things. The, the problem with, like, I know everybody, like, yes, Gran knows how to coach running backs. Gran's also like 60. Um, I, I don't actually, I don't think he's that old, but he he's coached for like 35 years. Get somebody who can actually recruit in there. When Eddie, he got his, knock at, he got his crack at recruiting, and Jordan Wright. And Josh Ali were probably the two best guys he brought in from South Florida. I mean, it didn't work very well.
1: Fifty-seven. Yeah, for Eddie Grant. Get somebody young in there. Recru- yeah, and, I'm, and like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I just think Eddie could do a fine job. But if you are looking for more recruiting centric, and if Eddie's doing a good job in what he's already doing, and you know he's finding a ni- nice, nice role, then that's also maybe not something that you want to mix up. But uh, I do think he's a good football mind. I think he's probably a good coach you saw people develop under him Uh, the only issue was you just did he ever have the quarterback he needed to kind of run the offense that that he wanted to truly be able to run but Everybody knows how I feel about Eddie Grant when it comes to that Lynn Bowden 2019 season. So uh, I like that he's just in the program. If they wanted to move him to running back, I'd have confidence in him being able to do that. Let him keep doing the role that he's doing. Just let him be the special teams coach. I would trust that dude to have to figure out how to put together. Like, hey, uh, we're just going to need you to study special teams for like the next six weeks. Watch the best of the like. He would figure it out. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have a doubt about that. If he could figure out a way to make the offense work with Lynn Bowden, I think he could figure out a way to have a good long snapper get the ball to the holder and the kick go through with proper protection. I think that he could do that. So, glad that he's there, but I do I do also agree with you that the focus needs to be on recruiting when hiring these position coaches. There the thing is like, you know, there's so much there's so much change in assistant coaches as is. Yeah. That like the development and X and O standpoint it's good, and it's helpful, and you need that in your program, but you just need people that are going to bring better players into the program and then let they'll get developed in time. I don't think it's far too often where you're like, we've got great recruiters, but once they get there, the players just never improve over the course of three or four years. B.S., they all do. They all do everywhere. Some more than others, and that is important, but you got to just start getting
2: the Jimmys and the Joes. Well, and if you – you know, Eddie, I only mentioned two players that worked out well, but there was a lot of players in those. He did do some heavy lifting, bringing in seven, eight guys a year for a couple of years. Uh, before him, Chad Scott, That that's a guy that, you know, uh, I don't spend a lot of time lingering thinking about Chad Scott, who I think is at UNC now, uh, coaching their running backs. But, I mean, he brought JoJo Kemp, Jeff Badette, a lot of those Central Florida guys up to Kentucky that turned into – Good playmakers, even after he was that they moved on from him. So, yeah. um, that this position you need to have guys that can bring in uh players. Uh, Luckett had a short hot board, and you know, the, it's kind of, you're kind of throwing darts, uh, to a degree, but it, it is fun to just have some names to ponder about to think about. The, the most fun one is always Cadillac Williams. Did not like the the tweet though yesterday from Cadillac. Where it was him with Hugh Freeze and said, "Let's go, Coach. Time to go to work." Don't don't like that kettle. Like get the hell out of the plains. Spread your wings, buddy.
1: Yeah, but if you're Auburn, that guy like he won over a lot of fans. Players liked him. I would imagine Auburn would want to ba- break the bank to be able to keep him happy in in
2: Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And I, and I think what I some people wrong. thought
1: was that like he would feel not that I think he thought he would get the permanent head coaching job, although it did get thrown around ever so slightly. But I think people thought like, oh, he may not want to be there anymore. That he had the chance to run the show and now he's not going to go play second fiddle, especially to somebody that's got such a a head scratching background as Hugh Freeze. He'll go somewhere else. I think people thought that, but when that tweet came out, probably.
2: He's, He's like, oh, maybe, around. maybe he could stick around. Yeah, and and that's one of those two. You let the cake bake, um, as Stoops said last night, and and this could be the case with Cadillac. But Stoops is like, you know, they're professionals. Um, we have great respect for them. We're going to go through this process, um, and and I think that's that's where everything soured with Wolford. Right? Is like there is a certain decorum. That they, an unwritten an unwritten rule, if you will. I'm just like, all right, we got to let this play out. Um, we're going to get to our changes eventually, but they have families. And we, we got to work on a, a, a timetable here. Um, just because everything, there's a new transfer portal, there's all this, doesn't mean we have to go about and change everything. So um, I expect more change are coming. That's what Soup said um, last night on his call-in show. He also said he's getting surgery today. So, yes,
1: shoulder s- soldier surgery.
2: Yeah, that's hard to say sometimes. Shoulder surgery. Shoulder yeah, surgery. Yeah, getting shoulder surgery. Um, but he's like, ah, n- you know what, though? I'm a tough guy, though, Tom. <laughs> it's his words. Uh, uh, Good. Going back out on the recruiting trail, state championship games this weekend at the Krogue. He'll be there for those. Um, he mentioned that multiple times. Likes having the state championship games at Kroger Field. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, big, big fan of those. So he'll be out recruiting next week. Uh, could not... Typically, he does the thing where he calls in from the road after doing, uh, like, he'll just do, like, one segment on that final coaches show, uh, but it's, it's a dead recruiting period time now, uh, and as Stoops said, he had kind of a rotating door of meetings with players to talk about futures, staying, going, that sort of deal, uh, so it was a, it was an interesting uh, coaches show last night. I Of all of the the newsy bits, I thought the special teams portion of it was probably, like, we're going to have a special teams coach, probably made folks the happiest. Um, But he sprinkled in a, a few other nuggets here and there.
1: Yeah, we'll talk more about it. And then the portal, as we've mentioned, heating up. Quarterbacks being mentioned left and right, every one of which UK folks will retweet and question, is this going to be the guy? Could this be UK's next quarterback? Saw a lot of it with Cade McNamara from Michigan, uh, a name that you've thrown around before, not saying that he would be the quarterback, but I think you accurately predicted that he'd be somebody that transferred and uh there's been others the Georgia Tech uh, quarterback put his name in the portal as well but you're going to hear that you're going to, any pretty much any quarterback oh. that's been worth a fart that enters the portal some UK folks will mention it because UK does need a quarterback all this gets mentioned and Stoops did talk about the quarterback position he did the coaches thing where he had to say well it could be somebody already on the roster yeah I doubt it I doubt it for next year, maybe somewhere else down the road, but I would be surprised for next season for sure if it was somebody else on the roster. But I understood why he said that. You want to keep people happy. Yeah. But he did allude to we're just going to try to get the best talent at the position possible. Yeah. And if that's somebody on the roster, then cool. If we got to go get somebody, we'll do that as well.
2: There's also a degree of like he just can't say the quiet parts out exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and understand. Which I, I do think it's funny. I saw one account is already doing edits. Like they're putting transfer quarter cordial- Quarterbacks in UK jerseys. It's like, yeah. I mean, you could do worse, but yeah, it's trying to calculate. You
1: don't want Cade McNamara.
2: Well, he's he's a Scangarella guy. I don't want Rich. Better than DJ. I Isn't mean, it? much. Yeah. Yeah, but at least DJ can throw the ball.
1: If DJ is the quarterback at UK next year, they won't win five games. But, just, but see, I, like, I, I will,
2: and, and that's so TJ. That like I I get that opinion. But, like, some of these other guys that are like, oh, it's not as bad. Like, they're worse than him. You just don't know as much because you haven't seen as much. Like, how much Michigan football did you care about last year as a starter?
1: I mean, that was their college football playoff season, although they're going back this year. So, like, not that I watched every single one of their games, but I'd say I'd watch as much as Michigan last season as I did Clemson.
2: The point is, though, is he was fine with – her. like, he he can be a fine, serviceable guy, but also, like – some of these guys that, like, oh, maybe UK, he's got a connection to Rich. Like, I'm not going to try to calculate it because Rich isn't going to be here. And if he is, I'm just going to be throwing a fit for the next, like, weeks. Because the stats are disgusting. Well, I looked at him yesterday, and they they, they they, they, are frighteningly bad. Like, I just was like, i got to leave my computer right now because I'm just going to get all mad over how bad this offense was this year. It's a disgrace.
1: I didn't know Cade was a Scangarello guy. Yeah, but yeah. that's part I of mean, it. He was
2: a QB collective guy.
1: But, like, you could – I don't know if Cade's the answer or not. I'm fine. If you're saying no, then I'll, I'll probably defer to you on it. But I also don't think that, like, just because somebody has a background with Scangarello doesn't mean you couldn't bring him in and also get rid of the offensive coordinator.
2: True, true. Uh, but, like, I think in a, a, a lot of these cases –
1: destination for a quarterback, I think.
2: For, for me, unless you're getting this person to come in uh, for spring and be here in January. I would much rather have the unproven guy we haven't seen who got beat out that's further down the bench than the guy we we kind of know what he is that's played some and just isn't like, good enough to be where he was, right?
1: Are you referencing same, DJ t- and Cade?
2: Same thing with DJ, Kay, like all, Typically, like – I mean, Cade got hurt if he's not hurt. He could still no have no. J.J. K- McCarthy was always going to be the guy. Yeah. He had to be the guy. Like they they aren't beating Ohio State the way they beat it because Cade McNamara can't make those throws that McCarthy made. Like he, McCarthy made some throws downfield, um, and when you've got receivers this fast, you got to have somebody get it to him. And I mean, I'm not saying he's Gunner Hoke, but he, he's 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 not getting the ball down the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, 21 touchdowns, seven interceptions the year that he was healthy. It's not terrible. No, that, like it's not. That's you know, and, and, no, and in the Big it, Ten too.
2: And, and, and my point is less about, like, he can be fine, but getting the ball down the field, I want to look up his long passing plays. This um, year,
1: DJ had 22 touchdowns, 7 seven interceptions, so like a similar touchdown to interception ratio. I, I'm, I'm not saying that anybody that's entered the portal is the person. I'm just saying there's some intriguing names. Mm-hmm. I was curious your opinion on it.
2: I mean, Sean Clifford and Adrian Martinez had more passes of 30 yards last year than Cade McNamara. Adrian Martinez from Nebraska, like to alia Yeah, you but know, you, like, I mean,
1: but to be fair, to be fair, you could probably say that about like seventy or eighty quarterbacks about Will Levis this year. Does that mean Will Levis isn't a good college quarterback?
2: I was, people could argue against that. Yeah, like he was. I that that you. you I, I'm not trying to like be down on Will. I'm curious how we're going to think about Will at Kentucky though, because of the way this year went. I know people People were going to give him I a lot of benefit I, of the doubt because of injury, but it was a very – like we, we counted – our we did our top ten Stoops players before the season, and Levis didn't make the cut because it's like, well, he's only been there a year, maybe with another good year. Like if he has another year like he did last year, he'll definitely no, be a top ten Stoops player. He's
1: definitely not a top ten Stoops player. That's I, what, I don't th- – Yeah, But like and he'll be remembered fondly. Right. If, you, if he had lost to Louisville, I think it would be a really good radio topic of like what was Will Levi's legacy. That being said, you go undefeated against Florida and Louisville in your career at U.K., you're all right by me. Yeah, yeah. You get a 10 win season in you. And then this – I will say this, though, just a little spoiler alert. If he doesn't play in the bowl game, I will criticize him. I'll do it respectfully, of course. Oh, he's
2: he's not playing in the bowl game.
1: I I still have this little pipe dream. If Kentucky gets the Gator Bowl against Notre Dame, he would want to play in that one. I I don't think that bowl game is going to happen, so you don't have to worry about it. And I agree with you. I don't think he's going to play in it. But I'll, I'll so I, I can preemptively do the take. Mm-hmm. But like, I know you've talked about it and you defended Will, but Kentucky has a culture of these dudes playing in the bowl game. And Will, if you think you're bigger than that, then you're going to get slightly criticized for it. Incredibly appreciative for everything he did, incredibly likable, was a fun ride. But the season ain't over. And you you electing the season to be over is a personal decision that impacts the team. And that's all I'll say about it. Again, not going to think of him any differently down the road. Appreciative for what he's done, but it is a selfish move to not play in the bowl game.
2: Uh, I disagree. Just by the nature of his position and the injuries he's played with. Definition of selfish. Um, You know. Yeah, but it's also like it's like quarterbacks are different than running back. The only the only thing comparable, but
1: but but they're not. You're a team. You're it's a team sport. You're a team player. You've been rah rah about the team since the day you step on campus, but there's one more game on the schedule, and you're just waving your hand and saying, I "No, well, thank you." Like, it, you know, I mean, but if it's
2: Music City Bowl versus Citrus Bowl on New Year's Day, like it's that's a, a, a different football game.
1: The season's still going; like yeah. it's still well. It's you still well, you really know what? Game. Football
2: game means more to him and the program is the Senior Bowl. Like he like
1: that doesn't mean more for the program.
2: Will Levis being a top ten pick is bigger for the program than winning a game in yeah uh, in the than winning the Music City. But
1: ball. if he's a top, you know if he's a first round pick versus the first quarterback off the board in the second round, is that is, it, it, if he's successful in the NFL, he'll be successful in the NFL, and that will shine brightly on UK. If he is, if he's not, then it, it won't really matter if he's a first round pick.
2: I'm just saying, prepare for him to not get. Uh, I don't. I don't not play. I don't expect him to play. I agree. I agree with you. I'm not. I'm just, this is the nature of the way that things work, and and you're right. Kentucky has been largely immune to opt outs, but last year we got one that wasn't technically one. They just said Dar Rosenthal was injured, like that dude just opted out. Like that, they, they're starting to creep in a little bit more, and
1: yeah, and I'm going to criticize every single one of them. And, Will is no exception.
2: And I, I think the what I'm uh, and yesterday Stoops basically said like we're going to get a decision from Will soon. It
1: it definitely had the tone of he's out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think the the overall big picture point, because what you're alluding to is significant. The way that Kentucky got to this point, a lot of it was a culture of blue-collar hard work. We're going to take our lumps, and then uh, the process will create results, right? In the world of the transfer portal, it's going to be a lot harder to find guys like Jamin Davis, right? The guys who chop away for two or three years and then are just awesome all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Like Chris Lewis is a guy who's hinting at going into the portal. Could have very well been one of those guys that just chops away and is awesome in his third or fourth year here. But they're recruiting more wide receivers, the portal, you got to get reps. Like that that whole – Finding – because, like, Kentucky, TJ, has to adapt and adjust to be successful in this new world. But you also can't completely abandon what got you to this point. So it is going to – I think that's a very difficult, big-picture question for Mark Stoops to answer and to try to figure out the happy medium between the two going forward.
1: That's understandable. Um but he should play in the bowl game.
2: For what it's worth, I'm with
0: TJ on this. I, I, I think it's a super selfish move to not play, especially when you come into a school. And what, what is the number one goal of each season to get to a bowl, a bowl game, correct? So for that to happen and you not play in it. Well, I mean, yeah, it's programs. different.
1: It's different for every program. Like it's to get yeah. to maybe like a good bowl, you know, get to a college football playoff. Well, I mean, you p- you it, play it, all season. It goes it changes.
0: You play all year long to get to a bowl, essentially. It it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter to certain programs which bowl it is, but at the end of the day, you're playing to play in that bowl. So with the fact that you're not going to play in the bowl, yeah, I'm with you, TJ, selfish.
1: And like and and I would be totally it is selfish, but He would be the first one I would imagine to be like, yes, I'm being I'm looking out for my millions of dollars in my future. I'm making a smart business decision selfishly. Like and that's that's what he's doing. It's understandable. It doesn't mean we have to like it, but it is the reality of the of, of where things stand with him. Uh, would he stay with the team, Roush? Would he go to the bowl yeah, game? Yeah. Would he be on the sideline? Kenny Pickett
2: and... did last year. It was kind of weird. They were interviewing him mid-game. Freddie had the fun stat that only two quarterbacks who have opted out of bowl games have um, been first-round picks. But I think a lot of them is because the, the quarterbacks are on good teams, and the good teams are in playoff get, you know, like Yeah. They're well, playing in the big but, games.
1: I mean, Kenny Pickett sitting out of the bowl game was kind of weird, too. That was kind of weird. Was like, yeah.
2: good that was game. their biggest bowl game like yeah. in years. That did was they kind win? of weird. No, they lost because he wasn't playing. <laughs> they lost to Michigan State.
1: Hey, congrats to your Steelers last Don't night, think folks. Snell, he's back,
2: baby! Yeah, he had a great game. 5.2 yards of carry, go ahead, scoring touchdown. That was awesome.
1: I couldn't, like, I like had to do a double take to be like, wait, did they say Snell? Yeah, yeah, it was six? great. He looked quick, dude. Well, yeah. He looked the uh, quickest I've ever seen him. Steelers fans are
2: dogging him. They can get the hell out of here. Idiot Steelers fans. You're you're am a right, right, Scoots? I, Steelers I Steelers.
0: tweeted out last night that he was doing his best Sea rod impersonation. I mean, he was just... Every time he got the ball, he would fall forward for at least four or five yards. He was. He
1: did look faster, TJ. Yeah, he had a little pep in his step. It looked like he's lost a little weight, too. Uh, or maybe lost some muscle, but to make him quicker. All right, we went over the hour break. Daily double coming up next. We'll get into the Thornton's text line when we return and then do some preview of Kentucky and Bellerman. And we got to talk about John Calipari's coach's show last night as well. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio.
2: TJ Walker. Here we go. Nick Rouse,
3: Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family!
2: Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call.
3: Nothing is over until we decide
2: it is! With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
1: Welcome back, Hour number 2, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Force Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, replay of the show, 9 to 11, and you can find Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Fun first hour. Flew by. This hour will probably go by just as quickly, if not faster. And we're going to get to the Thorntons text line. We love Thorntons. You do as well. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. So this is a text I brought up yesterday I wanted to spend more time on. TJ, so what was the deal with the bad score updates at Kroger Field? This is something that's been going on all season. It's something that's kind of been an issue ever since they've just renovated Kroger Field. And even before then you had plenty of issues at the old Commonwealth Stadium when it was kind of outdated and ugly and bad. And it just it's never been a great in-game experience at Kroger Field for like the weird reasons. You can get good out. I thought the atmosphere on Saturday was great. The crowd was great. Uh, you know, I, I think the music they play is fine. I don't care so much about that yeah. stuff.
2: and it's gotten better. Yeah. Uh, but it is the little things because they they expanded oh. the video boards, and you're like, oh, we've got big new video boards. But all they did was just add like like they expanded the video boards, but the video doesn't take up the whole board. It's always like there's always one third of it with something else. Yeah. And that's something else is sometimes scores from Florida, Utah from week one.
1: Yeah, they just so like they have, and, and they also take up a ton of space to say scores from outside the stadium or something like that. And we don't even need to, like, we know that, like, the Florida, Georgia game is not happening in the field in here. We don't even, like, save us the time. We know that these games are going on elsewhere. You don't stop taking up space for that. I think just whoever's running it is probably.
2: Not good up with the technology. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And doesn't really know exactly how to work it, but they're too, like, afraid maybe to ask for help. But it is ridiculous. One, we should be able to see scores from around the country and not ones from week one and not inaccurate scores and inaccurate rankings. They have South Florida ranked number one every week at Kroger Field. Don't know why. (laughs) No idea. South Florida, I think, was number one back in, like, 06 maybe for, like, a week or 04 maybe for, like, a week or three maybe. Um Not anymore, though. It's 2022. Not the case. It's just, it is so easy for an average fan to stay home, Roush. Whether it's a fan from Louisville or southeastern Kentucky, wherever they're coming from, a lot of people come from outside of Lexington. But even if you live in Lexington, it is so easy for a fan, not just the UK, but anywhere across the country, to not go support their favorite team in person and instead stay home, save money, save time, be in a more comfortable seat, better bathroom setup, better like, view. Yeah, you know, you could say a million things about how it's. So like every little thing you can take care of of an in-game experience needs to be perfect. You're only having that place open eight weeks out of the year. It just needs to be perfect. You wouldn't go to Keeneland on a racing Saturday and have half of their video boards down or showing like the wrong odds or showing Derby winners from twenty fourteen. It just it's not something that would happen there. I cannot believe it's been such a constant issue for UK. And I know it's a little thing. Like that shouldn't be the the difference between whether or not you get season tickets but it really is annoying like it's an, it's you add that in with no beer which is horrible secondly the lack of replays is atrocious like we want to be able to see what is going on in controversial plays you need to be showing that nonstop
2: well, that that's a problem everywhere like when any sort of controversial thing know. they 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 Every in stadium is a little reticent to show it too well, then, often. Then every stadium um, needs to
1: change, but I can say that I, I it's much better at U of L in terms of replays. U of L will have their own issues with consent. You know, they yeah, every yeah. stadium will have some things that will go wrong, but I feel like at U of L I see more replays. But that you know, I can. That's the only thing. That's the only other place that I'm consistently going to games, so it's probably the only place that I can compare it to. And maybe you're right. It, my, my I favorite, thought at Ole Miss they showed replays more because there was a lot of them. There was a lot of controversial close play calls, and they
2: showed them. My favorite uh, part was when they were showing field goal stats and time of possession, like the first possession of the game.
1: That's another thing that's just like, what are you doing?
2: Zero for zero field goals. Like, I, yeah, the game just started. Like,
1: So those are things in 2023 that have to change. And it, the sad thing is, like, UK just has us by the kneecaps, for lack of a mm-hmm. better phrase, because – You want to support the team, Roush. You want that place to be packed because, as we talk about all the time, top players aren't going to want to play in empty stadiums. But goodness gracious, they just kind of slap the average fan across the face and say, take it. This is what you're getting. Hope you like it. And the only way to really improve change or cause change is just for people to not show up and say, like, Mitch, if you want people back, start serving beer and making the in-game experience better. But nobody wants to do that because you don't want the football (laughs) team to suffer. You don't want the program to suffer. But unfortunately, Mitch just doesn't give one crap about the average fan, so he's not going to make any of these changes. And that's unfortunate. And we just either have to kind of keep biting our time and hoping that once he leaves these things will change. Uh, or maybe he'll at some point come to his senses. But I doubt it. But the in game stuff is horrible. Really, really embarrassing.
2: I uh I appreciated too that they two weeks ago they they had somebody kick a forty yard field goal for a Chevy. Can they not – I, it feels like once Central Bank, they had the half-court shot at Rupp. They, did, they had two of them in the first two games last year. And ever since then, they were like, we've got to we, – we can't have people winning stuff all the time now. Uh, now, the South Carolina State game I went to, they had three sh- uh, shots to hit a half-court shot. And they actually got pretty close. Um, so that was something. But the 40-yard field goal attempt was – I mean – did, did it go in? I mean, it maybe went halfway. Maybe it was. Hey, until Saturday, close.
1: the joke would be like, if they did go in, they're gonna sign them up. At North Oldham <laughs> Not last. anymore. Baby.
0: At North Oldham last night, they did like the layup, free throw, mm-hmm. three point, half court shot thing. That's fun. But the kicker was the shooter only got one chance from half court. Boo. So you could, he had 45 seconds, could knock out all of
1: them in 15 seconds, get 30 seconds from half court, and he only gets one shot.
2: Yeah, that's booty. Bogus. I had,
1: I, I've told this story on air, but that Lexington Catholic Christmas tournament, mm-hmm. I did that contest, it was 30 seconds though, and it was for free Chick fil A for the year. And I got two looks from half court. Both of them I thought had a chance. Neither one went in, unfortunately. And another crappy thing about this one, Scoots, was you had to get your own rebounds too. So it's yeah, like 30 seconds yeah, to make that, four yeah. shots, and you have to get your own rebounds. Luckily, the miss I had on the half-court shot came almost right back to me. Yeah. That was the reason why I got another one. But, boy, if I had gotten free Chick-fil-A for a year when I was 17, oh, boy. things would have been so much better for me. Yeah, oh, you'd have been Although, so much better. I wouldn't be in this crappy studio, I'll tell you that
2: much. <laughs> uh, speaking of high school sports, uh, Sale starting the season with a dub over the male Bulldogs.
1: Wow, they won? I they was got, wondering about that. They got a...
2: Trinity tonight at, uh, where, what do the Rocks call their gym?
1: Stein, Stein, Steiner Arena still, or something like that. I still like, like their, their gym.
2: Because I, 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 they, they're kind of like on top of you, you know? I just wish Walls it was are a little
1: bit like more spaced out, but I do like that setup for a gym. Loved it as a, in grade school. Yeah, made you feel like you were in the Made you feel show. like you're down in like the Coliseum. You yeah, know? yeah, really cool. Good but, uh, stuff. A texter on the Thornton text line says there's a ton of rumors about Vince taking the Cincy job now. Obviously, it's a massive deal if we were to lose him for the football program. All that being said, let's be real. Vince simply is not a head coach at a big college. I love the man to death, but the man can barely even write a sentence on Twitter without a grammatical error. No question he would recruit well, but in terms of overseeing a whole program, I don't think he's a head coach caliber. Yeah, I don't think coaches – I don't think – People are hiring people based on their grammar on Twitter for the most part. Ooh, speaking of that, that being of, said, he is not taking the Cincy job. That was that was some people kind of told on themselves there a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Twitter and head coaches, uh, I've seen the screen cap, but I don't know where they're citing it from. But I've seen it from multiple accounts. Uh, multiple sources say Freeze has agreed to relinquish control of his social media accounts when he becomes the Auburn head coach. Background check on Freeze was extensive, and the school hired a PR firm to handle the expected blowback and bring him aboard. They're jumping through a lot of hoops for Freeze.
1: Oh, great. Now he's just going to get burners sliding into people's DMs.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, you Freeze. What a loser.
1: That would be kind of embarrassing to be like, we're going to hire you, but you, you can't have social media. Yeah,
2: you can't tweet, buddy. You're too bad at it.
1: Be like, oh,
2: okay, well. Can he coach from a hospital bed?
1: Yeah. <laughs> A texter says, I was disappointed to see it not really work out for Chauncey Magwood and Chris Lewis because I thought they were going to be legit threats for us on the outside. Is it more Dane Key and Barry and Brown being studs as to why they got so little clock? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, mean, I that's, still,
1: uh, you know, Magwood made it official, and then Harris I was a little surprised. but uh, Harris
2: Harris made sense because he's he, he might be able to graduate, and that might be why he's already in the portal, but... Um having two years left, he can go to like a Florida school, closer to home, FAU, FIU, want you know, there, there's a lot of places down there closer to home where he can get more clock. Um Magwood though so Lewis did something he, he had a different skill set than the rest, but I do think he needed the reps to be able to to develop. And with Dane there and then Shamar Porter coming in, he just wasn't gonna get them. Um and then to add to that Ma- Magwood's the one that I thought would be like a legit third, or fourth option for like a couple of years. But you know, maybe he just wants to be a guy who catches fifty passes a season. I certainly wouldn't blame him. Um, but I, 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 he, he was, he did, he did quite a bit of good stuff this year, right? Was he a sophomore?
1: Yeah, he did a couple nice things.
2: Yeah, and I think he might have even technically been a redshirt freshman, goose.
0: Yeah, I th- he started the year really good. I mean, granted, it was against, what was it, Miami, Ohio. But still, I, th- I thought he,
1: he started the year really well. Had that first down against Louisville, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, no, he he caught a pass. He's pretty consistent. Um, and no, the th- they didn't
1: have him down for a catch against Louisville. The, th- the, th- well, the thing I was,
2: I, I just get the sense that a lot of these receivers, when they see, all right, here's who else you're bringing in. This guy's probably going to play over me. This guy, like, might as well work on a greener pastures and really over the last it's three classes in a row where Kentucky's the strength of its recruiting classes in the wide receiver room. So like, you know, they just they, they can't all play receiver.
1: I'll ask before somebody else does. Is Tavion Robinson stay and go and
2: I don't know. That that I don't know what that deal is. Just shoot me Shrey. What's he doing? I I don't really know because <laughs> He's, he, he doesn't know. I'm just Cuz cuz the pro the, the pro yeah, I, I don't know.
1: I, Seemed like he was probably unhappy with things, yeah. and I, I don't. Is a switch at OC going to be enough to keep him around? He's good. He's a good player. I, I don't really blame him being frustrated if he was a baby and kind of like stepped away from the team. Then I do blame him for that. But I don't blame like he early in the season a lot of promise. Yeah, and then the offense just kind of slowed down, and then once it kind of picked back up again, or in the games it did pick back up, he wasn't involved anymore.
2: Tavion Robinson has had some. Uh, he's had some, not uh, great coaching in his career. I mean, Virginia Tech was kind of a disaster under Fuente, mm-hmm. and so he thought he was going to Kentucky to play for Liam Cohen and catch a bunch of passes as a slot receiver and as the primary target
1: with a first round quarterback.
2: Yeah, and what happens? That the coordinator leaves, he gets a different guy. Yeah. Things don't go according to plan for him, and so I I could see him being upset. This was not what he signed up for. However, if he I, – I, I hope that he uh, finds a way to make some amends with Rich Scangarello for his future sake because Rich Scangarello, whether he's at Kentucky or not, has got a lot of friends in the NFL. And he – that's just not a guy you want to pick a fight with, right? Because like, you'll end up being the bigger loser long-term and all of that. So, um, I, I, I don't know. Nothing would surprise me. With Tavion Robinson moving forward. Uh, but if he doesn't come back, I'm sure they'll they'll I mean they're recruiting the hell out of some wide receivers. I'm sure they'll find a guy that that can play the slot. So of options. Another texture says, Roush, if you had to say what's the percentage Rich comes back as OC on top of that, if he doesn't come back, who's your prediction to take over as offensive coordinator? Um, if I had to put a percentage of my preferred, I would say ninety five five that he's out. I think it's probably closer to, like, 70-30, realistically. Uh, but I just look at the numbers and am appalled by them. And I can't believe that they were as bad as they were this year offensively and that nothing ever changed and they never got better. Like, they were still kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns against freaking Louisville. Like, that mm-hmm. just stinks. You yeah, be better.
1: You lost, I mean, you lost the Vandy because you couldn't score enough points. Yeah,
2: it's just uh, disgusting.
1: Yeah, got, you, he, he's got go. to go. I get, like the guy. Nothing against him. Seems yeah. like a good dude. You got, you just
2: the Bucks got to stop somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Vanderbilt had the worst. They were giving up thirty points a game in SC, in the SEC, and you needed a seventy two yard touchdown run from one of the greatest running backs in school history to get you to twenty one points. Like that's just that's you just didn't score
1: thirty over thirty points all season. Against, you know, against a power against five a good, team, yeah. uh, Halfway, yeah. yes. Against yeah. your SEC, you're out of co- or you power five there.
2: Um, and my f- top two choices are Brian Hartline and uh, Dan Mullen. Brian Hartline and bringing down McCord would make me very happy for my hostage.
1: Everybody a year late on the Dan Mullen train, pity, pity, pity. Man, I was he laughed just, at. He, I don't think you were laughed at. I was. Some people. Not by you, I don't think. but Yeah. Some people were like, no, he's too he's too big of a poop head. Nobody's oh, gonna like him. Everybody I, hates him. I might You're even gonna eat some worms.
2: I might even prefer <laughs> Dan Mullen just, I know what I'm getting a little bit more with him than Heartline. Hartline uh, definitely recruits some dogs. Some dogs. But uh Mullen would just the antics would be would be fun Because he would be your poop head, right? Like like you didn't like Patino when he was at Louisville, but you loved him when he was at Kentucky cuz he was your guy. Right? Yeah, you know what you, I mean?
1: You would have absolutely despised DeMarcus Cousins if he wasn't wearing Kentucky
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you so there's a degree of just uh, but when they're they're your guy and they're making you good, then it's like, "Oh, okay, this isn't so bad after all."
1: Ashton Hagans posted a historic triple double in the NBA G League yesterday: 15 Ooh. points, 22 assists, 10 <laughs> 22 rebounds. Assists. 22 assists. What the hell is that? That is absolutely wild. Yeah, good for Ashton. Always thought he got a little bit of a bad rap, but he he had some limitations certainly. A texter says, "What's the QB? What's what QBs are potential options to suit up for the Cats next year? Anyone to look out for?"
2: Uh, go to the big schools. Look down their depth charts. Um, there's like three Alabama quarterbacks, there's a couple of house day. And, and that's the thing right now, texture. I just, I just, my advice to every big blue nation, uh, fan this year as po- quarterbacks are hitting the portal, you don't need to have eyeball emojis for every single guy that hits the portal <laughs> at quarterback. Like, we don't need to just throw every no, single one of no, them. No, you didn't. Like the like, <laughs> like Jeff Sims is not going to end up at Kentucky. He's just not. Oh. I mean, it's just there's there's just.
1: I like Jeff Sims. I think he'll be a nice quarterback somewhere. I, I, my my issues with him are just injuries, and what would that mean in the SEC? He's a guy that couldn't stay healthy
2: in ever. the ACC. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so be, but I think he's good. Like mean, I, I do. I think I think there's so many people that could come into Kentucky next year and do a good job. The question is who will do the best job? Who will be the best yeah, option? Yeah,
2: because you have a lot of receivers. There to to be, yeah, too many. Yeah, the stakes
1: good. are too high. The pieces are too good. Yeah. The offense should be great. You're going to have another elite defense. Can you actually have an offense that can help them out a little bit? So much of that will be dependent on the quarterback. So you can't miss it. You got to be patient with it. And just because there are a lot of good options out there, Roush, you got to go find the best one. And this is why Stoops gets paid the big bucks.
2: Yep, the big buckaroos.
1: Uh, one more text, and then we'll go to another break, our last break. What uh, TJ's oh. lock of the week was straight cheddar cheese. Seemed like you guys had a good weekend with your picks.
2: Well, uh, except for Scoots.
1: Scoots,
2: I went two
0: and one. Just Scoots missed my lock. Okay, one, good. didn't
2: get
1: his lock. Yeah, unfortunately, I had a push with the Alabama Auburn game at twenty two. Freaking twenty two. So Roush is still up three on me. Although I do have a better record than he does now. No big deal.
2: I had uh, a lot of my win total bets come in on the last weekend. Minnesota got a. Hu- I completely forgot about that until somebody reminded me on Twitter. Minnesota getting the over win bet on the last weekend of the year was huge. Had a had a couple come in late, and like I looked at my cat was like, where did all this money come from? It's like, oh, these are bets you made in June. That's a, that's <laughs> oh. a, that's a, it's a great feeling. Oh, it was great. It really was.
1: All right, we're going to take our break. We'll come back. We're going to talk Kentucky and Bellarmine tonight, 7 o'clock at Rupp Arena. The Caps, 25-and-a-half-point favorites with a 139 over-under. You can get Bellarmine on the money line plus 2000 Ooh. Also, if you want to win an easy 100 bucks and you think U.K. is going to win, if you spend – $12,500, you can win 100 bucks if UK wins. How about that? <laughs> Not bad juice. Minus $12,50. $12,500. 1250, 12, we'll be back one final segment. Kentucky roll call here on Big Extra. Okay. Let's go. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call man? here on Big X Sports oh, Radio. Cow. Go to ShadyRays.com and check out an incredible selection. I, I really do think they have one of the more impressive, just like, I, you know, I don't shop for clothes a lot, Roush, especially not online, to be, to be honest. But, like, I do go to a lot of the sports websites and stuff like that. ShadyRays' website. It's just well-designed, easy to navigate, and it, it really kind of hits you with all the important things that you're going to want to see because, one, they just show you, like, a lot of their coolest sunglasses right off the jump, and you're like, oh, man, I'd love a pair of sunglasses with pink lenses. That would be really neat. Or they've got really the reflective color for ones. You'll be impressed. Just go to ShadyRays.com. You'll learn more about how one pair of sunglasses equals 10 meals, and they've donated over $20 million Meals to Feeding America. Uh, you, They've got a refer a friend program as well, which gets you just free sunglasses and gets you part of their VIP program. All great stuff when you go to ShadyRays.com, especially with the holiday season right around the corner. Let the gift of some beautiful polarized shades fill stockings all across Kentucky and use the promo code BIGX for 25% off. That's our friends at ShadyRays.com. John Calipari talked yesterday, and Kentucky takes on Bellarmine tonight. I think we may be the only show in town that doesn't have Scotty Davenport on to talk about the game tonight, Roush.
2: Oh, no, no. I can't believe it. I'm so sad inside that we can't talk to Scotty D. We like Scotty D. We just Uh, don't need to... You don't like Scotty D? eh, He's fine. Wow! He's fine.
1: South End. Stares in his beer.
2: Cold, hard eyes.
1: Wonder how he's going to pay Scottie for this, D, pay
2: I, for that. I'm fine with Scotty D. He just has a little bit too much uh, showmanship about him. You know? Like, there's just there's just a part of me where I'm like, okay, just be a normal human for a second, Scotty D.
0: He does the thing during games that I love. I've produced for a couple of them this year. Where he, he grabs the mic during one of the media timeouts yeah, oh, and
2: addresses the crowd. Yes. I love that. I I, love well, oh, I, that is... Uh, I appreciate it to a degree. It would drive me irate if I was not a <laughs> fan of them. But you know what? Scott? the thing I do like about Scotty D though, I like the way his team plays. Um I watched their Duke game. I of course watched the Louisville game. And this isn't his most talented team by far. But they play Scott Scotty D basketball. Move the ball around, play sound defense. They're gonna make Kentucky work defensively. Um so I, I'm 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 just excited to see how those contrasting styles kind of match up with one another in this game because Bellarmine's going to play discipline. You're going to get them to make mistakes, and that like you can out you can use your athleticism to beat them and force turnovers and whatnot. But they're not going to do a bunch of stupid stuff. So how how does Kentucky handle? How do they play against smart basketball? Where they're going to get a bunch of ball fakes, stuff like that, where. Um, like, are, are you going to fall for it every time? Are you going to try to get greedy and try to block the short white dude? Or are you going to play discipline basketball too?
1: Yeah, and that's it, it could be a good test for Kentucky in that instance. You're right. They're going to probably be able to get whatever they want in the interior. Against Bellarmine, if you, you try to control the tempo, if you can, because you can certainly outrun them and you can speed them up. And Kentucky's length is going to be – troublesome, but it will be a good lesson in defense in terms of having to defend the shot clock for 30 seconds. This team has a great ability to get lost on defense, and one guy just play out of position, which makes everybody else have to shuffle. You can't do that against Bellerman. It'll lead to a wide-open shot. So uh, while UK is most likely going to win, and fingers crossed, and knock on wood, it will be a comfortable victory, I, I do think this could be a good a good game for the team's development not anything that fans are going to get excited about and understandably so and rightfully so probably you still need to go beat michigan when you go out there for that london game mm-hmm.
2: sunday sunday yeah yeah and be here sunday, before you know it sunday so i'm gonna throw off my my cock mm-hmm. in the sunday basketball what kind of game. That one one on abc uh so g- going up against uh, NFL Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh and we'll have a uh, bowl selection stuff happening. Kentucky won't find out till well after post game. Um around 4:30, 5:30, 30, 30, o'clock something like that. But um yeah, I the, the Lions 25 and a half, TJ the Cats are 4-0 at Rep Arena this year against the spread. But Bellerman pretty good at covering. We think. Uh, I think
1: 25.5, maybe too much. I don't know if Kentucky's going to try to necessarily just totally run it up on them, but they could cover it if they wanted to. If Kentucky mm-hmm. plays well and is into this game for 40 minutes, they should win this game by 35-plus. But uh, it's Scotty D. This was a game that kind of arose last year when the Louisville, when U L, chickened out of their game against Kentucky, mm-hmm. and Bellarmine wanted to make it work, but it just wasn't going to really happen with Bellarmine. But they said next year, we'll make it happen. So that is this year. I think it's cool. I wish they would play Bellarmine every year. Play Bellarmine in Louisville. Play them at Freedom Hall. Oh, that'd be play fun. Seventy yeah. percent blue, and it'd be a lot. You'd you'd get any Kentucky fan in Louisville probably attending that one. It, but I'm glad they're playing. This is a cool night for Bellarmine.
2: It's also just good that if you're going to play teams like this, play the good ones. I mean, that's that's kind of where we're at, right? Like you don't when you play a lower tier team, just don't play the worst one in that conference. Bellarmine. Play quality basketball. This will be a good good test. Uh, but one thing I forgot to get to yesterday, TJ, um, because we just had so much going on, uh, th- another program in state, one that actually did replace a level in the schedule, Western Kentucky. Uh, there's been some some rumblings over there. And Rick Stansbury, uh, I, I, I should have pulled the audio for you, Scoots, um, but... Dante Allen is ineligible for so many games. I don't know what the case may be, but, uh, Rick Stansbury, the, they initially had a release. It was like, it's four actions at another school. Well, finally, Rick Stansbury had to talk about it. And he said, well, uh, Kentucky, they should have known what was going on. Uh, ineligible, blah, 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 Real rich that Rick Stansbury is now Mr. Holier than thou, very self-righteous in his eligibility, um, concerns that did not sound like rick stansbury
0: rick stansbury
2: he's got a great voice he's always, he's always talking like a, this yeah, have a great voice. great
0: voice he uh, talks like I, he's I, Christian I, Bale uh, and Batman. I don't
1: i don't care i mean i just sucks for dante allen sucks for western kentucky sounds like uk paid a fine for playing him unknowingly when he was ineligible uh there won't be any repercussions for Kentucky. There won't be any NCAA repercussions for Kentucky. Maybe like a self-reported slap on the wrist sort of deal. Obviously, something had to happen because he's ineligible.
2: Right. Um, but I'm sure he'll be back eligible I, soon, right?
1: I, I just, to, Yeah, it sounds like he's going to be yeah. able to play like, the but, next but game. But
2: Stansberry just complaining and acting like I, he's Mr. Above Bra. It's like, dude, suck it.
1: Could, you not, were... could not care less about this whole situation. Uh, Dante Allen seemed like a person that was half in at Kentucky and – I wish him the best of luck at Western, but this is the stuff why UK doesn't play Western. Yep. Just so Western fans know.
2: Yep. Your coach is a loser.
1: Because you just don't have to. Like, you don't have to deal with those. Like, he's ineligible. What he was averaging, I think, like 12 minutes a game before he even became ineligible. So you weren't really even playing him much anyway, Stansbury. Happy birthday, Callahan. That's from yesterday. If Levis were to sit out the bowl game, what are the chances we play Destin Wade at QB? Kind of feels like we need to see if he can be an SEC QB, but if not, he needs to make a position change to be able to get
2: onto the field. I mean, love this text, and I'm kind of with it. I'd like, much rather
1: see Wade than kind yeah. of Sharon. Yep. So, no, you know, no offense to Sharon, but we got to see you against yep. South
2: Carolina. Let us, let's see what Destin can do. I agree. Because you need to know, and yeah. you're not going to learn, but, uh, particularly when his skill set is breaking tackles and running around in the open space. You can't simulate that in practice with a quarterback.
1: Yeah, go out there, win a bowl game, or be, even if you come up short and you lose, but if you look good, boom, you could be the backup next season. And if you're the backup next season, one, people get hurt, and two, yep. what would the following season look like? So, yes, I want to give him a chance, see what he can do. I wouldn't be expecting much if we're just, like, truthfully, I wouldn't be expecting much, but I would be open to being pleasantly surprised, and we know that he could probably make a little something with his legs, if nothing else. Or we don't know that because we haven't seen them, but that's what we're told. Big Blue Drew here. Haven't had many strong opinions on the show yesterday morning other than intern Jacob inexplicably calling people. <laughs> only a serial killer calls people on the phone unless there's a bona fide reason you can't text. That's always an option. You can you always use that option. I, also, I, I agree with Big Blue Drew here. Um, I, like, There's a decent chance if you call me, I'm not going to... Pick up my phone just because I won't have it on me or it won't be around me, and there's a better chance that you're probably going to get a text back saying "what's up."
2: Do you have the friend that calls people though? Yes. Do you? Oh yeah. Are you
1: the friend? No, that no, calls no, people? no, no. See, I- the
2: thing is, is I don't mind sometimes getting the call because I know it'll be quick. Usually, it's like a quick question and an answer sort of deal. The problem I have is when I text him and then he responds with the call. That's the uh, that 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 just it's like. <laughs>
0: See, my thing is is I th- I find it much easier to talk on the phone than text while driving. Which, well, is, yeah, the, which sure. is the which is the one you, you sent you sent Jacob a text instead of answering his call while you were driving. I would have been the opposite in that situation. Yeah. Arrive alive, but text I couldn't answer
1: the call because he kept hanging up. That's true. Yeah. Doofus. He's a doofus. <laughs> OMG now intern Jacob is FaceTiming people. <laughs> man, it's so fun oh, beating them. I, says one text her.
2: I, I just wanna say like People who FaceTime other people in public, uh, send them to The Hague. Like, I just, I can't, I cannot stay. If you got earbuds in, okay, maybe that's different. That's like a phone call. But I don't need to hear that person on speakerphone talking, like, in the grocery store. Well, it drives me nuts.
0: And, and, and this situation on Saturday, it's like I couldn't hear anything he was saying. Because he is in the stadium, it's loud as all get out. And then he's just like, what are you doing? Why aren't you here? Because uh, I'm an Indiana fan, Jacob. I'm not a Louisville, <laughs> uh, Kentucky fan.
2: I, oh. Wait. So we, you, you aren't a Kentucky fan. I am not. No.
0: Oh, it, everything went south when I said I was. So oh, that's right. I'm yeah. back to no, not. Okay. Good. Good. Good.
1: good. Uh, texture says this is Kirby has Cunningham ever finished a game versus Kentucky feels like he always gets hurt at some point as the game is getting out of hand and just quits on his team.
2: I think you're correct, Texture Kirby. Uh, but Kirby. I will
1: say it's not necessarily exclusive to Kentucky. It's he just gets all hurt the time. every game. Yep. Yeah.
2: hmm uh, Another texture says, "Man, it's so fun beating them." Do you think Louisville will ever beat Kentucky in football again? I'm not convinced it will happen.
1: I mean, history tells us at some point it will, but...
2: I Maybe do, this I, is just like the 1910s, TJ, when Kentucky was winning like 85 to nothing.
1: I do love all the L fans that are like, I, I, you, you can't count the games from 1910 to 1922. Those Those don't count. Yeah, they they, I mean, they they certainly do. <laughs> like U uh, of had a football team and they played Kentucky. You can go look at the all time series; those ones are counted. Yeah, but if you do just the modern series where most of us were alive, all right. Well, U of fans, what basketball wins do we count? When do we start? When do we start doing the basketball one? Like. Because you all are the boss on when things start counting and when they don't start. counting. Yeah,
2: do you not want to count your win over Kentucky in the fifties in the NCAA tournament?
1: I bet U if they had won those games between nineteen ten and nineteen twenty two, they they would count them. Would be my guess. Mm-hmm. I would that that's just. I, I think that that would be a different uh, a different scenario. Texter says this is Kirby again saying I think there's a video of Levis. Think there's video of Levis dropping TBH, the trophy. Oh. I haven't seen it, Kirby, if there is, send it to me, yeah, but we did figure out uh I guess they always give out a replica trophy. that's news to me, like John well, Hale said the the one they give out at presentation is a replica, oh, and this year the replica one had a different bowl on, and he and he said the reason you know that is you can like look at the, the bottom of it but i i I think he's wrong. <laughs> I I I think the one this year certainly something was up with it. But I think they take the plate off of it and then they give them the trophy without that the engraving plate on it and then the score from that year gets engraved onto it and it's put back on at a later date. I think that is the actual trophy. Whatever that thing was on Saturday with that ugly bowl on the top, now that was a that was an atrocity. But yeah, some controversy with the Governor's Cup.
2: Um yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Another texture says, "I think Skings returns when Stoops hired him. He made Skings promise to stay two years. Said he can't keep hiring new OC every year. It would be hypocritical if Stoops to fire him after one year. You yeah, well, can't keep him though. Yeah, but see, here's the other thing too, texture. If I got hired for a two year contract at on three, and I just didn't do my job, and like they could just fire me. Correct. I mean, that's that's how." They Work like, or if you did your it's, it's job a, very poorly, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I it's a two way street. If I just start putting crystal ball picks or whatever we call them now for all the wrong players, and like that, you know, yeah, that's how this works. It's a two way street on performance. <laughs> that's just that's kind of how it goes. How about that clown
1: U player chucking the water into the stands trying to get an Aquafina nil deal? This man should be punished. I've heard people like you know, he's a of player, who cares. You let U of L deal with them.
2: I love Drew's uh mocking that guy though. Like, well, we all know he didn't hit anybody. Likely was intercepted. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> By the unintended target.
2: Isn't it funny all the fits we've seen from Mobile players in this losing streak, though? People forget that Mickey Crum, like fought Vince Tyree on the sideline and went back into the game.
1: But L fans will still be the first to bring up trash cans. Like, not that they don't have their own yeah. long list of incidents.
2: This is I mean, and that's the case anytime that you try to be like our program's so great, like, don't try to get all holier than thou because this is how sports work.
1: Did you all see Buffalo's uniform Saturday against Kent State? Same helmets we had, black tops and blue britches. I like that look, but the black pants would have made it a lot better. I wanted to see the all-black combo as well. I think everybody agrees maybe just the black on the blue on the blue wasn't the best combination. That being said, I like the helmets. Yeah, Yeah. I think most folks did. I don't want to see him every week, but like for a special game, those were pretty cool.
2: Pretending. Waiting a couple
1: days on Scangarello's decision seems to me to indicate that he's staying. I, and I think Brad White plays a part in this. Soups won't want to replace both coordinators in one offseason. Where's Brad White going? Some people think he's going to get a head coaching job somewhere.
2: Maybe. But, I mean, he also could have been coaching in the SEC Championship game this weekend. Um, turning down the LSU coordinator gig was pretty good. Um, I also just disagree that waiting means that he stay.
1: I also disagree with that, and you just can't keep him. It's going to be a really tough sell. People are going to not be happy if he keeps him. Oh yeah, um, Mitch. Now, like if they say, if they announce they're keeping him and then they bring in like the top transfer quarterback, you can maybe that will be a different story. But we'll still have a lot to talk about if that were the case.
2: It's it's just the any sort of like uh, rationale around it. Like I just don't know how like you can rebuttal anything. Because even if they bring in the top transfer, is he really going to be better than Will Levis is supposed to be?
1: It's a, that's a fair question. You can make a case maybe the offensive line will be better, so then quarterback production could be a little bit better with him actually being a little bit worse than Levis maybe. But, yeah, no, it's totally fair. I agree with that. And, Roush, I need you to – you'd know better than I on this. But, like, I love Brad White. I think that dude is amazing. But I also just don't really fear – kentucky's defense ever taking a huge drop as long as soups is the head coach like he's going to make sure that that baby is taken care of brad white's amazing at his job and he should be a head coach someday and he will be a head coach someday that being said i my bigger concerns would still be offense even if brad white left like i defense yeah, i think yeah. is in good hands not that brad well, white leaving you trust, would hurt but it would hurt but i trust stoops yeah
2: he's made back-to-back great hires at defense coordinator he just has that that's the the nature of the game um they have a top-ten defense without any first-team all-conference players. Pretty it,
0: incredible. Yeah, it, it's, 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 a, incredible.
2: it's it's astonishing. Um, but, like, Matt House, great coordinator. Brad White, great coordinator. He's got a good track record outside of his first defensive coordinator hire. Um, he knows how to pick guys to run a defense and be good at it.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. All right, I'm out of here. Scoots and Roush are going to finish the. We'll text take line it away for, for us. you. Um, you want to give um, us a prediction? Yeah, I got. I got to write it down. Um, I'll send. I'll, I'll text it over. There to we go. Have it yeah. all in one spot. I will go Kentucky eighty Bellerman sixty two, and the MVP. Since I'm in first place, I'm going to just take o- Oscar and, and roll with it. Oh, so Oscar MVP. There we oh, go. Wow. I'll listen to you all give uh, your yeah. takes later on the show. Go Cats. See you later. Go USA. Oh, yeah. USA. The USA wins one nothing. Wow. I'm really scared it's going to be.
2: Wow, fun. you're so scared. Really scared. So <laughs> scared, TJ. I'm not scared. If you're scared, go to church. Texter says, having a hard time seeing Cincinnati hire a coach that's never been a coordinator. Uh, because they won't. Uh, so basically, we'll continue to play two-thirds of KU Duke and North Carolina every year, but the locations will be different. Um, yes, that's correct. That's the uh, when when it becomes the ACC-SEC challenge. <sighs> It'd be fun. I'm still so upset about that. Who does the Who do the Hoosiers have in this challenge this year?
0: Yeah, uh, North Carolina tomorrow night, which I am really upset about because the, I was expecting them to come in as number one. However, they lost two times this weekend, so it takes the fun out of
2: it. Yeah, they lost the four overtime game to Alabama, right?
0: And uh, who else? Somebody else beat them this weekend as well. Uh, it was
2: like uh, Purdue, maybe.
0: Mm, Purdue got Gonzaga.
2: Okay, I can't uh, remember who they lost to. Then it was Illinois. But I knew
0: North Carolina was a fraud all along. I just wanted Indiana to be the first one to beat them.
2: So unfortunate. Yep, yep it happens. Happened in Kentucky back in 2011. Uh, when North Carolina it was supposed to be one versus two at Rupp Arena, and North Carolina lost like the the Saturday before. Anthony Davis blocked John Henson's shot. So that was North Carolina always always ruining everything. That's right. Congrats on the sex, Alex from Colga, question mark. <laughs> Four times. Rash, talk about Keontae Goodwin. Do you think he plays a role in next year's team? I don't know. I hope so. They need him to. Yeah, he's – I am actually
0: mentioned him in that Louisville game. I'm really surprised he did not play more than he did this year. As, as a, get a get up to speed type of move, just surprising we didn't see more of him.
2: Especially just throwing him into the fire in certain situations. Right. Uh, but
0: I will say, I, I meant to bring this up yesterday, you – Around Halloween, we talked about your TJ asked you the scariest guy on the defense, and your answer was Dion Walker. Mm-hmm. Absolutely correct. My gosh, <laughs> that
2: guy is a freaking monster. He's a, he's a horse, man. He is a monster. They couldn't block him without holding him. It's a big man. Co-SEC uh, defense alignment of the week last week. Um, yeah, Keontae, I do. I just I don't know. I, I don't know. I knew it would take some time, but I thought they would work him in a little bit more, especially with the way the offensive line was playing this year. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do think that, like, there there aren't going to be a ton of people clamoring for him to transfer to their school in the portal and, like, pay him a bunch of nil money. So, like, I, I don't think that that – I'm not fearful of that aspect just because that – I mean, what, what have you seen from him to, to indicate that he's worth all of that? But um, I, do, I just hope that he is in the right the right headspace because – like, that, you know, it's tough. It's tough whenever you're told you're a five-star, you're a top-50 guy, and then you just don't play. Like, yeah. it, it's it's tough to to stay motivated. Uh, but, you know, uh, I, I could see if if they move on from the offensive coordinator, which I think they will, they'll probably move on from the offensive line coach because a new offensive coordinator will want to bring in his own offensive line coach. And so, you know, may, maybe that next guy is the one who can be the key to unlocking Keontae. But if you can get him to play up his potential next year, then the offensive line does look drastically different. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're
0: right. I mean, going from the man at Charlestown, or even where'd did, where did he go
2: before? Over, yeah, over yeah, Charlestown, Ballard, Charlestown, Ballard. okay, Yeah,
0: yeah. so I mean, go, going from those schools where you're the man to Kentucky where you don't even play, it's just wild. mm mm-hmm.
2: uh, That's a big one. <laughs> uh We have a lot of reasons to think we'll land a good quarter quarterback, but there are a ton of schools that are in the same boat. Yeah, but not in the same boat that Kentucky's in. Like, Not not a lot of schools have a bunch of former top 100 players at wide receiver that are young. There's going to be reasons, plenty of reasons that Kentucky is an attractive destination for a transfer portal, and not many of those schools that need a quarterback are also getting ready to send a transfer portal quarterback to the NFL. There's only a few places that have that proven concept. One of those is Lincoln Riley. Right. Like there there's the and he's not looking for a quarterback because he's got Caleb Williams for another year. So keep 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 that in mind.
0: Does the offensive coordinator situation affect it at all or no?
2: Oh is what? Okay. Yeah, because the that that's his job, the new offensive coordinator's job is to get it. To go get a quarterback. So another text on Thornton's Texan says, I think we'll totally overpower Bellerman tonight. To a comfortable win, but I'm curious to see how we handle their offensive sets as they are smart, patient, and fundamentally sound. Set the over-under at two-and-a-half backdoor cuts and and one-and-a-half baseline (laughs) out-of-bounds scores. So I'm going to say under on the one-and-a-half baseline out-of-bounds scores they're going to get one, but over two-and-a-half backdoor cuts. Definitely over on the backdoor cuts. Yeah, and I don't know if they'll convert them all. Like There will probably be a backdoor cut that somebody comes from help defense and blocks, but you bet your sweet buns that – Chris Livingston's going to get beat on a backdoor cut well, when he it, gets subbed. In.
0: I don't know that it'll be anything Kentucky's going to do defensively to allow those backdoor cuts. I think it's just how good and fundamentally sound,
2: like the texture says, Bellarmine is. I mean, they are, which is going to make it fun, which is going to make it a lot of fun. Yeah, um, An entertaining game to watch. Any truth to the rumblings of c coming back? How is that possible? COVID year? It's hard to keep track of all the eligibility stuff. Yes, it is possible, Um with the COVID year eligibility stuff, as you alluded to, because when he played, he had that long touchdown in 2018 as a freshman against Louisville, but that was one of his four games that he could play as a redshirt. Um, So uh, the point that Luckett made, that is a good one, Uh, he made it last time on the KSR Football Podcast. You can watch that on the KSR YouTube channel. Uh, He accepted a senior bowl bid, and scoots, usually they don't. The, they aren't accepting Senior Bowl bids unless they're on their way to the NFL. Mm, so makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Wow, way to start the show strong. Shaking my head. Pathetic. Okay, Dugan, what do I, we do?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was. So they sent that in as we were talking about Little Howard, uh, but that seems like it would be a World Cup text.
2: Probably, probably. Uh, NIU left tackle seems all but wrapped up. Looking at Twitter, yeah, that guy could uh, could be a portal one. Um, best team in the MAC. I don't know if they're the best team in the MAC. In my opinion, they are. But oh, over your Eastern Michigan, fighting Chris Grayson, absolutely, Martins? yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that guy, uh, I think he had something like thirty consecutive career starts before he um, got injured against Kentucky. So that's that is one to keep an eye on. Texture, good point there. I forget his name off the top of my head. If you would rather have DJ than K, then you are brain dead. Well, I mean, Kade's just not doesn't even have potential to play in the NFL. Like he's got a noodle arm. DJ at least has the tools. Like it, it's one of those things. It, like, would you? This is a bad way to put it, but it's like the Brock Delman versus Malik Cunningham. Malik Cunningham has a higher ceiling, but like his four is way lower because he's just he's just a high variance player. Same thing with DJ and K Kate okay, has minimal mistakes, but can't make the big arm throws downfield. Thoughts on Devin Leary potentially in the portal? Uh, that's enough like that's why like a lot of these guys that we know about, like I I'm gonna be much more excited if Kentucky gets a guy who is sitting on the bench behind somebody. And then I can just make the excuse that, like, well, you know, they, they didn't get their fair shake. They've got the better tools, they can do better once they start thriving in the open field. So that's kind of where my heart's at right now, Scoots, but we got plenty of time to mull it over this offseason. Just do me a favor. We don't have to quote-tweet every quarterback that enters the portal, uh, but the portal is going to be popping. It's going to be exciting. Not as exciting as tonight when Kentucky takes on the Knights of Bellarmine, 7 p.m., SEC Network plus ESPN plus. It's going to be online. you got to stream it to your streaming device. Um, so get that all situated. Scoots, who's your final score MVP?
0: I've got cats uh, eighty eight to sixty. Give me Livingston as MVP. And by the way, we don't normally jump ahead in the text line, but someone just texted in Maryland minus thirteen. Do it. I agree with that.
2: Who, who is your MVP?
0: Uh, Livingston.
2: Wow, uh, you're just really giving us going an easy off the one. wall soft toss right here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Bell or Kentucky seventy six. Bellerman fifty four. So the Knights cover, um, and I'm I'm going to take. Uh, let's see. Who is I going to take? of Wallace, MVP. It's going to happen. Uh, not a triple double like your guy from the Hoosier Scoots, but it's going to be awfully close as the Cats get a big win. And Team USA robs Iran 2 0 to move on to the elimination stage. It's going to be a great sports day, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back here tomorrow with more on Kentucky Roll Call right Roll here on the Big End Sports Radio. Call. <laughs>